And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. So, another week, more My Hero Academia. If uh, it's your first time listening, we are a anime-only podcast, so no worries of any manga spoilers here. Um, Dave, can you believe it? Episode 4 already. Feels like it's kind of like just going a little bit faster. I think uh, the fact that we started covering this, like a double episode, yeah. makes it feel a little bit quicker, like we got to episode for faster and we seem to be like in full swing of this season's arc now which is pretty tight which i'm glad to see but before we get to that i want to give a shout out to uh this week's thumbnail uh bt calls on reddit for the uh the hero uh, the jiro uh fan art uh like awesome stuff like you know i know we say this every week there it's just i it, i'm never not blown away by the fan art that we dig up for you know whether it was attack on titan or my Hero academia there's so many talented people on the internet it's unreal <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. It's like I was I was telling Grant last time. It's you know not this uh, thumbnail in particular, but it's crazy that people just doodle on their iPads like this, and it's just like studio quality animation. <laughs> the animation of this one in particular, BT calls, is super killer. It's almost like almost like an album cover. I don't know. I really mm. like it. Um, it pop- really... It sounds weird, but like it pops. Yeah, it pops yeah. really well. Yeah, it's cool to see all these independent young artists and like their take on these characters that are so popular i think uh i was saying you recently like one of the uh people that did one of our recent thumbnails was like 15 years old with no professional experience whatsoever and they did it in an afternoon i was like are you kidding the most artistic thing i did at 15 was still playing with gi joe's so like i don't know yeah (laughs) no i guess i wouldn't play music then but anyways besides the point let's let's just get right into it there so uh this week's synopsis uh the class 1a team tries to put shinso and his new equipment to good use in his first match against class b despite some early struggles class a improves on their coordination for an action-packed episode cheer boy dave uh this is the juice you know like this is this is <laughs> exactly this is what i've been looking for in my hero academia is, the juice is loose bro the juice is loose. <laughs> like and you know what i i thought for the first the first few opening seconds i thought they were about to hit us with another four minutes of recap and i was low-key a little pissed yeah same and i was like oh my god i i, I almost messaged you i was like <laughs> did they actually do this to us but it was over in like 10 seconds i was gonna say it's closer to like less than half a minute this time totally totally forgivable and, and like immediate lead up into like what we were seeing it was kind of you, you know it, it yeah, was like, like a recap of the most recent scene more or less so that's fine yeah it was like something what you would see before like an episode of a show starts like leading into like a you know like a title card or something like that so it was kind of like on their part like a little bit of misdirect mm-hmm. but like just the opening scene like or i guess in general like did you love it, the episode or like what, what's uh what, what are your thoughts yeah, so I thought this was a strong one. You know, we've talked about this every week where it's like, okay, we think that, you know, this could potentially just be a super packed um, season or first half of the season or whatever they end up doing. And there's kind of going to be what we're hoping are like two arcs, right? Like the overarching arc of, you know, the all for one and one for all quirks. And then like this really fun class A versus class B kind of exercise or drill or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, you know, at the pace they're going, they might just do an episode of one four v four every single episode, and it seems like that's kind of what what we're gonna get. And I'm so far, yeah, that's kind yeah. of what it seems like. And I'm super down for it. This mm-hmm. was a fucking blast. Absolutely, like, this was was total total fun. Total, it was like very just peak 
my hero. You know what I mean? Like it reminds me of like some of those early episodes in season one and two with like the tournament, the festival in season three. I was gonna say that this is like dr- like it's dripping of sports festival. You yeah, know? like the same vibe. It's like the the youth is at the forefront. You know, because like that was the thing last season. There was a lot of pro hero action, and it was a lot of learning, like kind of working with your elders. If 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 you kind of catch my drift, like this, but this is all about like the new, like the young talent and testing themselves. And it's kind of nice to see the kids just kind of, you know, figure themselves. Go for it. Yeah. Kind of like they, it's not like they've lost the training wheels. They're still very much on, but like, Mm. they're not really, you know, like a teacher or a pro hero isn't like present for every move or for every sequence. Like they just kind of have to figure it out and talk with one another. And that's, yeah. Uh, you know, chemistry, team up scenes. We talked about that last week too. Um, this episode is full of it. So yeah, I really like this one. Yeah. And yeah, the, I, all I can do is repeat what you said. This is the, um, there's so many highlights from this episode for me. You know, this is kind of, I don't want to get too specific about a scene, but the animation in this episode at various points, it was, it was shocking. It was, it was like someone cranked up the, like the frames, like the FPS on some scenes. Like it was just so fluid. Yeah, and it's just like you could see the budget in some scenes. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. It's crazy too, like because I'm just so curious. We've talked about how My Hero is like a very consistent show in its mm-hmm. animation. I'm really curious to see if like they just continue to pump it out like this because, um, you know, I don't think that we've like this is the kind of podcast, and we're also not the kind of viewers that is like looking at everything with a fine, t- going over all of it with yeah. a fine tooth comb or a magnifying glass and going frame by frame. But like coming off of AOT, where like sometimes it's a little inconsistent, you just kind of develop a bit of an eye for it. Sure. And like in this one, like just it's it's always good, but when mm-hmm. it's like when they go a step further, you notice too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. Yeah, there are a couple scenes in here. I was like, "Damn!" Like they, someone sat on this one for a couple of extra days for these, like for this tiny little detail. You can always tell, right? And it was crazy. Like not not to belittle like the the cast, like the main core cast of this episode. Like by no means, none of them are. I would say, um, uh, Froppy is probably mm-hmm. like the most like A tier character or like S tier yeah. character of like the bunch of them. Like she, yeah. at least of class one A. But, like, the rest of them, they're kind of, not, like, backburner characters, but, like, if they threw the budget at a scene, and, like, also, too, you know, juggling two points here, but last week we were talking, we wanted more uh, Kaminari, mm-hmm. and he, sh- he showed know. up. We, got, we, kind, we, kind, we didn't quite get, like, a full Red Riot episode, but, like, we got, we kind of showed that he is, there's a reason he's in Class 1A, like, you know, he kind of... Pr- He's not just the dummy; like he's a dummy, but like he he brings something to the to the table. Totally, totally rose to the occasion. Uh, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Like the voice actor was funny; the scenes were written well for him. Yeah, none of it felt surprising. Um, so yeah, maybe we should just start at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You know, episode opens basically Shin Show or Shin yeah Shin Show is explaining how his quirk works. We knew most of this, but he also, like, gives us a couple details, right? Like, it's not just plain and simple brainwashing. Sure. He, you know, it's not super OP. He can only do one person at a time, so he says. Or it's like, he can't, Mm -hmm. you know, he might be able to try a couple at a time, but he doesn't think it would work. Um, And also, he can't force the target to think, which is an interesting, like, limitation. Yes. 
So he can't tell you, hey, do some addition, but he can tell you... Write the answer to this write problem. Write the answer, yeah. exactly, right? So that's kind of an interesting thing. Like, he can't basically have, like, a mind control, like, imperious curse type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about you, but, like, I found it really beneficial. Like, you know, not a ton of time was put into that scene. It was very quick, but it was very, you know, it it was all, it was, you know, it was all muscle, you know, like, the, the mechanics of his ability. And then also, too, like, last week, I was a little confused about how he kind of took over the Beast character. Yeah. It wasn't super clear, like, they kind of show it. But then they, they did, like, a quick little recap of how he actually did it. Mm-hmm. And then also explaining his, like, not just ability, but, like, his support the, device. The persona cords? Is that what The they're persona called? cords. Yeah. And I thought that was an ability, but that, I think that's just what his support device is yeah, called. Yeah, it's a support thing. So that was really cool. And just kind of get into that. And it was so funny, too, when they brought up the, uh, is it the Hatsumi? Like, the little chi- chibi little segment. <laughs> it was, like, baby. Did you see, like, the slogan on it? It was like Mei Hatsumi's baby, uh, baby support academia or something oh, like that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's a little silly stuff. It was, I don't know, it was really cool. It no, was, I got a laugh out of me at the time. But it was, it was very, it was a very effective scene in a short amount of time of explaining his powers because it mm. is kind of convoluted when you think about it. Yeah, and, and we're juggling a lot, you know, like especially yeah. in a four on four where everybody has quirks, like it's good that they take these beats Yeah. Uh, to, to go over it and limitations as well, right? Because if they hadn't, because if they had just repeated themselves from last episode, and he just kind of did his thing, and then they explain it after the fact, like the pivotal moments in the episode where his ability shines, mm-hmm. I feel like it would it wouldn't have had as much weight, you know. Totally. So it was like they had to get this out of the way at, at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I I do have a question. Do you think? Because he obviously wants to throw down with Midoriya, which he will be. Mm-hmm. He wants that rematch, right? For sure. Do you think he's purposely holding back some of his ability? That's a good question because that kind of occurred to me too because he seems, you know, we won't like spoil or we won't get too ahead, but like yeah. he seems to get really clutch at times. Uh-huh. And then other times like early in this episode, he kind of drops the ball a little bit. Um, and they don't shy away from that either, which I thought was cool. Yeah. So it's like, is he potentially masking, you know, or, or you know, reining himself in just a little bit? Um, because he wants to save some of that shine for, for later, for, you know, some, you know, for the benefit of a surprise that wouldn't, that wouldn't shock me. Mm. Um, but, but I also don't know, like he, he's got a weird look and just sort of demeanor, right? Like mm-hmm. almost kind of villainy, mm-hmm. but like, then again, like in some instances, like so does Bakugo, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think Bakugo it's he's more like you know his he wears his heart on his sleeve kind of thing so it's, yeah he's just uh, dangerously passionate yeah so like i don't know it's definitely in like the mysterious words is like being like blatantly kind of hot-headed yeah um shinsho is more a little bit more of a question mark yes and it even like but i will say like because you know because you and i had i think last week had talked about like the unknown with this character or even a couple weeks ago you know it could go in one of two directions, right? But there are moments in this episode that kind of leans to maybe he, like, he just oh, has, that's okay. <laughs> he just, he has no friends and, like, he's trying to go the solo route, but he, like, they kind of, like, Kaminari kind of gets a smile out of him at one point. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm, my interest in Shin, in Shin, Shinso, 
Shinsho or Shinso? I, 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 I will be saying both. I'm sure. Shinsho. But, but Shinsho. Yeah. But like, I'm. I had no interest in him going forward. Like he was not the thing I was looking forward to this season. But after this episode, I, I'm truly, truly curious where, uh, where he's going to end up by the end of it, and where his stance is with everyone else. Yeah, I would say the exact same thing. I'm interested to, to see where they take his character, and like it seems like you know they, there's obviously opportunity because he's going to play on both teams, right? Yes. Um, I'm going to presume like this isn't a spoiler because it's in the op that like when he gets played or placed on team b that's that team is going to go up against whatever team midoriya ends up on right yeah they have shown that he's going to be like the 5v4 against class 1a it's going to be midoriya um so yeah yeah i mean you know i'm anticipating that we're gonna have a couple of episodes in between before we get to that. And maybe that'll mm-hmm. be like a penultimate or a finale or a mid-season thing. Who knows? Oh, I can totally see that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see that that matchup, especially with how it went this uh, this episode. Um, but we mentioned he kind of drops the ball. So maybe we should mention that because that happens basically next, right? Yeah. Um, he explains like the persona chords and the fact that there's a mic in them and they can mimic sound. And that's how he got the beast guy in the first place. Um, but before they can really um, capitalize on that moment, this is the only guy whose name I don't know. The guy who can put people in air prison. Like, you know, oh, he, like, he, yeah. he gets in a quick hit in and he locks Shinsho in a little cube. Mm-hmm. I, you know, unless you know his name. I No, I, not, not on hand. <laughs> I motion we refer to him as air prison guy because that's yeah. what I have in my notes. Bubble guy. Bubble guy. <laughs> that's what I was calling. <laughs> okay, so... So he, uh, yeah, he kind of CCs Shinsho. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then he wakes up the beast, and their plan fucking falls to pieces. I was like, yeah. oh, that was short-lived. Yeah, it was, you know, the... Um, it, it's really interesting to see, and this is what I was talking about. Like, I'm glad we're not... I'm glad just one bee is not showing up, and they're not just getting clobbered. You know, is, like, these are... yeah. They're two competent teams. Like, obviously, like, you know, it's either going to go one way or the other. Like, there's going to be a winner. But it's good to see that they're not, like, they're not idiots. They're not chumps. You know, like, they, they are bringing something to the table as well. And it was really cool to see, like, the, you know, air or air prison, air bubble guy, you know, to see him, like, react. And, like, you know, like you said, CC Chinsho immediately woke up the beast. And, like, they got, like, right back into, you know, like, brass tacks mm-hmm. there. But, um yeah, no. It's... I think this is like the first amazing moment of the uh, of the episode where I like d- did a double take. Uh, yeah. Because the beast guy starts clobbering people and he grabs um, Kaminari, right? Yeah. And like you know the musical cue, the soundtrack, and the animation when uh, Kaminari kind of comes in and then he gets snapped, snatched up by the beast and then he goes, oh, if you grab me, I'm going to shock you. <laughs> yeah, you made a mistake. <laughs> Dude, that was so well done. Yes. That, like, long camera pan, like this horizontal pan that they do, getting Kaminari's whole body in it yeah. um, as he leads into his attack, that was so cool. I that was, was like, the I was... first one of the whole, of season five, where I was like, dang! I couldn't believe it. I was actually, you know, no pun intended here, but I was like shocked when I saw it. <laughs> you know, it was like it it kind of just kicked in so quick and it was so fluid. You know, the fluid is the right word for it, yeah. You know, it was just it it, it reminded me of Demon Slayer blatantly. Oh, you know, yeah. it was big time it, like uh yeah. specifically Zenitsu. Yeah, like like a like a sweeping motion, you know, yeah. like very like very kind of I don't know, it was 
I was blown away. I, I, I could not believe... Like, the show has had these spectacle moments, but it was like, from this guy, I was like, yeah! Like, like good for the studio for taking, like, a cool scene. Or what... They must have known this would have looked cool or whatever. Like, you know... The, the decision process of choosing what scene gets that sakuga, you know? Mm-hmm. And this was pure, like, 100% dialed up sakuga from, like, probably for, like, two minutes. And it doesn't end. That's the thing. The, like, the remainder of the scene is just so fluid. And I, I don't know, this, like, all right, this is by far my favorite moment of the season, without a doubt. Yeah, they did a really good job on it. Um, the Beast survives this, ironically. Yeah. This guy, like, throughout the episode is just, like, I don't know, he's, like, uh... He reminds me a bunch of like Hulkish type characters. Um, yeah, but he survives it, continues to sort of press his advantage and just like start messing people up. But Froppy's quick on the quick on the counter, I guess, and she snatches the uh, bubble guy. Yeah, in her tongue, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and runs off with him. What a like some of these quirks, like you know, like Shinsho's quirk, obviously. Um. And you compare it to, like, Froppy and the Beast and the guy who's, like, a literal block and can talk to animals. Yeah. It's just such, like, a vestibule of creativity. Like, it's some of them crazy. are so simple. Like, I shoot ice. You know what I mean? And others and are, like, just yeah. so neat. Like, even even Bakugo, like, he, yeah, he's the explosion guy, but, like, they get down to brass tacks. Like, this dude produces nitroglycerin on his palms. You know, like it's such yeah. like a neat, it's such a niche little idea of like a like a a known power in like other universes kind of thing. The like I don't know the name of the creator of the show or the manga, but he clearly the characters he's created. You know, it's there's a lot of thought and care put into each one of them. You know, and to see them slowly upgrade their powers, like they're, you know, like it's not just like um, how would I compare this like like pokemon like you start off with like a like a i don't know like a like you're beginning fire attack and then you just get an upgraded fire attack later like it's there's mm-hmm. no like it's just like kind of like gradual but it's like nothing creative and like kind of like makes them unique mm-hmm. but like in this show like when they get these power upgrades it's not just like they a get more powerful like like dragon ball you know like they get stronger <laughs> but like you know they eventually again I, maybe that's not a good reference because i haven't watched the show in a really long time i'm not caught up but like usually they would just get stronger and that would be it. Yeah. Like the odd times they would get like a new ability, but like it's like, other than the hair better, changes, you just kind of punch the, harder. And that's exactly, exactly. But like in this, like, you know, like they're like, they almost like evolve, you know, like they're, you know, like, and it's simple stuff too. Like the, like the bubble guy, like they try and break out Shin, Shinsho and they're like, Oh, this was a lot harder than last time. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah, like, I like that they, subtle little that little reference. You know, like oh, like shit. they're working on their abilities. You know, like it's not just getting new ones; it's like adapting what they have and making them more unique or more stronger. It, it's, I agree. Like the the creativity in this show for these characters, and I've always liked Froppy too. And she also had a stellar episode. <laughs> like, yeah, like you said, she's kind of the only like the S tier one in that group. Uh, yes. Then you got Red Riot, uh, who has his moment. Yeah. He's with Coda. Uh, mm-hmm. The animal guy talks to animals, yep. and they get completely clowned on by Big the time. beast. That beast dude is not to be fucked with. Like, the, yeah, yeah, like uh, more. It just, it just, it's further to your point. The class B is like really bringing it because yeah. they really. I don't know if you would say they had him cornered, but they had a, a two to one advantage mm-hmm. and just completely missed. So he gets away. 
And that was um, cool, like how he yeah. <laughs> just his line of duh, like I'm in human mode now. And God. like he, like the way like he like shrunk and got between them. And that that's kind of where I found this scene, the animation kind of kicked back into regular that was like the last really fluid moment of like when like they try to the two of them try to get in his way and block him. Yeah. And he shrinks down and then kind of like comes back to like big size as he comes out the other side. Yeah, I like that yeah. too. And then is it him? Does he grab Red Riot and throw uh, him? He like just yeah, just like absolutely like you know, Shucks eats him. him to the other side of the arena. It's like I've been and then practicing s- my shot put. And then just snags up Coda like with like just like one two. It like had them sorted out. Yeah. So he gets Coda captured and um Red Riot gets sidelined by the green hair lady i think her name is ibarra mm. and as a result he's over two against her like yeah because he he lost to her in the tournament right uh, uh maybe or oh no, I what am i K- talking K- about kaminari lost to her in the tournament. Minari, yes we yeah class a is over two against ibarra no red riot went against that other dude that has like the same power but yeah. instead of hardening it's he turns into steel or something yeah 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 i remember that completely Subasa Subasa. He has like the same name twice. Yeah, I think yeah. it makes me laugh every time he's on screen. Yeah. Okay. So my bad. Yeah. So he gets uh, grabbed by uh, Ibarra, and Koda gets captured, and now we're not. Now, like this is like the regroup moment of the uh, of the episode. Is it the classroom? Is it the homeroom teacher for class B that is like on the mic? Vlad. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what up, bitches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just dropping the mic. And what was really cool about this, when they cut to those teachers, there's a moment with Eraserhead. Mm-hmm. And and because that was the thing, you and I weren't too sure like what the relationship situation was with him. Like, obviously him and Shinso have some, maybe not relation, but like there's maybe some mentorship going mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously with like, this, he uses the same bindings as you know mm-hmm. uh eraser head and all that and he like he just blatantly points out that oh like you are more behind or i like he was thinking like you are more behind than i thought kind of yeah thing. Like, it's evident and it shows that like there isn't some like unfair um i was really hoping it wasn't gonna be like a racer head was just like giving up on the rest of the class and he's just gonna focus all his attention on this guy yeah and that's show like, like ends up being like a wizard with these raps and is just dunking on people yeah so it was just you know like he's still as much of a teacher to him as he is the rest of the class like yeah. you know because he's very hard on them but like for good reason you know he's you know because they have like the just like the shining smile of all might around them all the time and like he kind of acts as like they have a good yin and yang those two i find as like their teachers yeah man one of my favorite eyes moments is like he is kind of a prick and it's kind of difficult but like do you remember in season one when they get ambushed by the league of uh league of villains and he just gets decimated trying to protect protect these students yeah by the nomu it's like the first mm-hmm. nomu in the show mm-hmm. anyway it just reminded me of that that he's he is a good teacher absolutely he cares about them big time um so from here we regroup froppy and kaminari more or less tell shinsho don't blame yourself they give him some encouragement yeah and they sort of allude to okay well we got a plan froppy has an ability we haven't seen yet yeah well it's hinted at too and they had a nice little moment between uh midoriya and uh minata about like actually they make a reference to to that same thing you were just talking about when the nomu shows up at that arena and League Froppy, yeah. the League of Villains and Froppy kind of 
talk i think midoriya it was the three and the midoriya's trying to figure out okay let's all put our abilities on the table right now like what what do we have to work with yeah and then all three of them kind of just like said like what they can do like how they're going to escape the situation and and she you know she had like that little personal lore dump and they recalled to that which also too there was a lot of like flashback like kind of like half faint in the background flashback moments in this Mm -hmm. episode Mm -hmm. which i thought was really cool um so yeah so we kind of like her and then that's kind of what i was alluding to earlier about like these abilities and like they're slowly advancing and developing themselves and it's you know it's 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 like anything else in the world like you're not just like you don't have a supreme power up like maybe midori is different but Mm -hmm. like they're slowly getting better at what they can do you know it's so from there um i was like okay but how is that gonna help like Mm -hmm. i actually didn't put it together at all no did did you realize immediately oh like it'll confuse the bee's senses i was like i don't know i I feel like we're all sticky (laughs) yeah i thought they were gonna like maybe like they were gonna try and like paralyze someone or maybe like yeah you know it's something along those lines and but the scent thing like when it came up i was like oh that's that's obvious like duh yeah so yeah they cover uh, everybody in uh froppy's slime mucus Mm, (laughs) and uh and when the beast detects them coming to attack he only smells froppy so more or less they just don't know who is where right Mm. which is you know a big help considering Shinsha's quirk and just how different all three of their quirks are. Mm. I, I kind of like this part. There was, there was one weird moment, though, that I didn't love animation-wise. And it's when Ibarra... There's, like, this, like, zoomed-out shot of her hair. That's what she uses, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of her hair, like, growing, like, vines around all the pipes. And it was just, like, so clearly CG. It was, like, this... Jewel. Oh, yeah. I and I was like kind of weird to include it because like it just felt like on like an unnecessary shot because like we already knew that her hair was like everywhere and like was like growing around it was like this big threat and they have this like kind of pointless shot of it continuing to grow and it's like a not good shot i was like you didn't Mm. have to you could just not show that completely and it would have been fine anyway i'm not a hater i'm just no no no. i was like i just thought it was like why you noticed it um i noticed it yeah but, uh, so she says, ah, screw it. I'll, I'm just going to grab one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the one she ends up grabbing is, is Kaminari. I love this whole scene. Yeah. His, this is where he really, like, the, like animation wise earlier in the episode, that was really cool. But like, as a character, he really shines in the, the next few scenes. Yeah, man. Big fan. So at first, did you think he blew it when like... Like no, because he opens up right away. Like, ah, it looks like you drew the short straw. Yeah, that's his opening line. I was like, oh, okay, there's a plan. Something's yeah. going on here, and they haven't. They, and they don't pick up on that comment either. Yeah, and then they wrap him up, and I'm like, okay, still waiting for you to do something. Mm-hmm. And then they they reveal like the pointer thing. Yeah, a little flashback. It's funny. Like last week, we were like, yo, it feels like, or maybe like that two weeks ago, we were like, he should have like something. I think it was last week. Yeah. He should have something to, like, direct his lightning. Yeah. I asked that question in the subreddit. 
everyone listening. I got dunked on by like four people. They were like, actually, uh, he's had that since episode 53. Uh, and uh, you can even see it in the poster material from season three. No, oh, my God. I'm kidding. Uh, they, weren't, they weren't that mean. But they are like, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's had that for a while. You casual. Yeah. So apparently he's had that and I forgot. Um, well, I knew he had that, but like, because we haven't really seen him in too much action to like kind of see it. Like, you know, nothing of like major note. If it wasn't a scene, there's a lot of other stuff going on. You know, yeah. I, like I knew he had that gadget as to what it did specifically. I don't know. What a bummer that it didn't work. I was like, yo, this is clutch. Yeah. And then the the guy with the scales, uh, I forget his name uh, as well, but this guy with the scales on Team B, clutch play. Yes. Zaps that thing right off the beast before you can get zapped. That was a cool, because we were wondering that too. Like, isn't there like a fourth guy somewhere that we haven't seen yet or we don't know? Yeah, he's sort of an afterthought of this episode. Yeah, but... Until this moment. Yeah, he does, but like when he's on screen, he, like, he's, he's very good. And there's a lot of, you know, like you, that's the nice thing. Like they, in such a short amount of time, you get a feel for like the personalities of these characters. And he shows who he is. You can tell he's kind of, like, soft-spoken. He's, like, very, like, he was analyzing the situation. And, you know, like, you could tell he, I think he was more aware of the danger of 1A than the other members of his team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because Ibarra was kind of doing, what a weird character. I totally forgot about all the uh, the religious stuff with her. Like, the sheep and the god and, like, she has, like, a priestess vibe to her. yeah. Totally forgot about that. Same, hundred percent forgot until you brought it up again. And so. and beat you know like the beast is like very aggressive and forward, and then you know like the bubble guy too. But he was kind of like laid back, and and he's you know he's the one that notices the um, the disc from uh, Kaminari, and um, you know so like it's cool how like you know he is an afterthought, but like when he's there, like he's like in the scene, you know like I and I appreciated that. Yeah, and then. So, I, I want to specifically mention, because I laughed out loud, when Kaminari just, like, sort of screams in frustration, because he's getting wrapped up even thicker by Ibarra. He's like, what? Because <laughs> they play on his stupidity really well. Yes. Um, like, it's funny every single time, and, like, when he's just, like, flummoxed by this, he's like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, also, too, because there, there was that flashback... Um, because right when he gets you know captured and like I think it's when they reveal the the ability of his um, like his disc shooter and how he can like you know focus the lightning, he has like a really cool moment when they're coming up with a plan because like they can see those said vines you were talking about the ones that you weren't into, and on the spot like he kind of just comes up with a plan of like hey like you know him and Froppy like they're used to improvising like this and he immediately I there's a scene they even show they even show it. Of him taking a step back and purposely putting his foot on a vine and getting snatched up. Like, he has decided to engage the plan. Like, you know, it was, it was like a weird little le- leadership mm-hmm. moment on his part. And that's probably, like, very character-defining for him, in my opinion. Maybe I'm looking in too much, but... I, I don't think so. I agree. I think that was, like, a kind of a c- critical moment yeah. for the character. I mean, at least just based off of what we've seen so far, right? Because, like, we just haven't seen a lot so far. Yeah. He's always around. Mm-hmm. She's just not front and center like he, he was in this one. Um, so, clutch play by the guy that shoots the scales, and then clutcher play by Shinsho. This was good. I, yes. 
I didn't see it coming. Like they do, like his quirk is such a fun like monkey wrench into the yep. whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it's like the heat of battle calms like just confusion, and he just capitalizes. He says, yeah. "What do you remember? What he says? He he gets Ibarra. Yeah, he makes a line of." hurry up and reset your vines like they're coming or they're getting closer some like along those lines i think and she goes yeah i'm on it yeah i think along those lines then she gets dummied yeah just out and the it's his power is cool because like it's it's all done off screen you Mm -hmm. know like you don't need to see his mouth you don't need to see him it's all based on like everything around him or like you know other people so it's kind of cool like at any time at any moment you know, like he like three seasons from now, you know, they could all, you know, there could be like in a really tough fight and they don't know what they're going to do. And there could be a line that comes off screen and everyone's like, oh, shit, Shincho's here. He's got our back. You know, like it's it's so it, 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 like going forward, the moments they can use him for, I think I feel like could be really cool. And this scene kind of to me kind of made that stick out. Well, it's even I think it's enhanced by what happens next. Right. Yeah. Beast just says screw this and he just starts charging at the only remaining scent because i think uh he's aware that froppy is present at this point and she's gonna engage the guy that shoots scales well, i wanted to ask you did you see how what he did to signal no what he do as he's running away he's running on his two back feet and his left arm yeah and his right arm is out pointing and uh... that is the direction that froppy comes ripping in and kicks the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, now that you I say was that. like, "That is cool," because they're talking at him, and he wouldn't respond. That yeah, like, that was the big brain move I was going to mention. Like he just yeah. refu- He's just like, "I right, screw this. I'm not talking anymore." And then no. yeah, the pointing. Yeah. yeah. He was a serious, yeah, serious challenge in this whole episode. He mm-hmm. he, had, he had some really cool plays, and this is this is like the coolest one. Um, but he charges at Shinsho, and in this moment. I was like, oh, okay, is the party over? Like, is he just going to ragdoll? Because he could have. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, they had no... If if the plan had not gone down, he would have absolutely cleaned house on all of them. Yeah, he seems like one of, like, just like a power scale character where it's like, ah, oh, crap. Like, you can't really control him super easily, and he seems to be smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was tricky. But I love... It was cool to see... Um, Shinsho used the wraps relatively yeah. effectively. And it was cooler, I think, of the show to not give him the win just off that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I know he still has a long wraps. way to go. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not like you pull one move and, like, boom, like you win. It's like, nah, like, this guy is a literal beast. He's just going to get up again. Uh, but that makes the win so much better. Um, because and, well, and, and then to, and then just the signaling of the loss, you know, like he, you know, the beast ha- thinks he has it in the bag. He's about to like knock this dude out, and then you know he can hear the talking and the talking, and he's ignoring it. And then there was kind of like a little joke they played when Class One B had their moment to kind of like converse with one another before like the conflict. Yep, and they were getting his name wrong. Yep, and the scales guy was good, and then like you know, so obviously like the scales guy, uh, you know, is, is calling him by the wrong name, and that's when he clues in, and that's when he gets absolutely like dummied. I know, know. By Froppy. That was a really like really 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 cool moments in this episode. Action if, moments. Did, did Froppy throw yeah. him into like the scale guy into Beast yeah. from behind? That's what yeah. got them both. Yeah, 
that was clutch clutch mm-hmm. play by her because she basically 1v1 the scale guy and then he, he used his corpse to bludgeon <laughs> yeah. i mean it wasn't that dark but uh but yeah big no. play big play by her big brain big mm-hmm. brain froppy and then so but like that it further shows like the value behind shinsha's quirk because one you can't answer him and you can't speak and then when you're being spoken to you can't ever be confident that it's not him so you might miss out on realistic communication and not just superfluous communication yeah it tot like shinsho's quirk is completely what won them both of those engagements at the end mm-hmm. by the confusion that it caused absolutely um and, and it's nice too because you know like going a little further I guess, you know, it, the episode's done at this point. But there's a moment with Midoriya talking to Uraka and, and Minata about, you know, because they're all like, oh, like, Shinsho, like, you know, like, you know, he, like, won the day. And Midoriya, like, not, like, he's not being a dick or anything, but he's like, well, no, like, it was Kaminari and, and Froppy's, like, quick thinking that... Yeah, they, they make some like clutch that, plays. You know, it, but he even says, like, it was their... Um, improvising that lifted up shinsho to get them the win you yeah know, like so like if it was just reliable but then he, but then he follows up saying like this dude is going to be a pro hero one day like this dude controls yeah. the battlefield yeah the midori is such a well-written character like I, like i was saying last week like it was so cool to see him kind of taking notes again and like yeah. just being such a dork about the whole thing um yeah but yeah that is that is the end of the episode because following that you know they announced that class a wins they captured all four of Class B's uh, contestants, or whatever you want to call it. And that's it. I didn't even see if there was a stinger for next week. So, there was, and I'm gonna. I'm making my official proclamation now. Oh, I am done with My Heroes, like, next week on. Oh, really? It is so spoilery. Oh, really? Of, like, yeah, like, and not, not like, you know, there's obviously, not like, no verbal cues, but, like, they blatantly say... You know, I, I like I don't want to ruin it for you, but like they talk about a member in one of the teams and how like they say his power, his new power is being introduced, and mm. this person is you know targeted and they're having a hard time. And it's like I don't I don't want to know specifics. I want I want you to jog my mind. I want you to make me think and like you know like do you know what I mean? Like yeah, they're kind of taking the the heat out of it. Like instead of being like guess what happens, it's like this is gonna happen and it'll be cool. You know, because like when when we look, when we were watching Attack on Titan, like they they te- obviously tease visual moments, but it's a lot of time it's out of order and it's like different context and you know it's it's just like, you know, it, it's for the imagination to think and you know mm-hmm. it creates conversation between you and I, which you know beneficial to us and the show and all that. But in this way, it just it, it was like flat out. It's like I it's like I know the major beats of the episode already. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no room for, you know you know conversation and discourse and i don't know it just i i going forward i think i'm i'm done with that abstain from the stinger i i agree i think so like it's you know there you go yeah it's a little it was a little lame because they did that i did it the first week and i was a little shocked and i was like oh that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff they put in there (laughs) but this was like they blatantly say like this person's gonna have a rough time and that person's gonna unlock their new power they're gonna show off their new power it's like it's a pain in the ass yeah so i don't know but uh yeah i did watch it and it sucked <laughs> yeah, well there you go um so yeah we'll you know like it comes out saturday morning so we'll tune in then and then uh we will be back again next week because i think that pretty much wraps it up for this one right yeah yeah that's that's the uh, kind of 
neatly ties it up getting ready for next week cool well thank you guys so much for listening um again you know we're just new to uh my hero academia coverage so you know if you feel like we're missing anything don't hesitate to let us know in the comments please feel free to like comment subscribe all that stuff on whatever platform you're listening to us on um but otherwise we'll see you on reddit and we'll see you next week bye guys cheers